Hello, dear listeners. Um, I'm here with Steve Prime, the owner and manager of the Squires Coffee in Coventry. Uh, hello, Steve. Hello, you're right. Yes, and you? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good now that I've got a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for taking some of your time to speak with me no and give this interview. Uh, to Coventry Hospital Radio and to our listeners. Um, I'm here with Steve Prime because today, uh, this week is the UK uh, Coffee Week, right? Yes, UK Coffee Week this week. Yes. Can you tell us what is UK Coffee Week and why did you decide uh, to be part of it? What motivated you to join this cause? Well, um, UK Coffee Week is a nationwide fundraising initiative that supports uh, coffee growing communities. Um, it's very important for me, owning a coffee shop, that we um, produce and sell coffee sustainably. Uh, which is why that all of our coffee um, is fair trade and organic as standard. Um, it's important to get involved with these charities because at the end of the day, it's the coffee communities that make my business, essentially. Um, so it's important that we give them a good price, which is why we go with fair trade. But also during kind of key weeks throughout the year that I use my influence as much as I can to help raise money for uh, charities that help these coffee growing communities. Yes. And how long have you been participating in this kind of charity initiatives? Oh, I've been doing charity work since probably 2010, I think was the first time. Mm -hmm. I've done some uh, cycling adventures supporting a charity called Coffee Kids, mm -hmm. and they help coffee growing communities in Central and South America. Um, I've done one, two, three bike, three bike rides, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my memory is going from me. <laughs> Um, yeah. And how is the experience of participating by cycling? Oh, I, I think so. I, I've, I've loved cycling for a number of years. There's something about cycling, the, the freedom, the open road, and it just gives you a clarity of mind, I'd say, and yeah. the freedom of mind. So, that, so cycling is a passion, a hobby. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I got it from my uh, Uncle Denny, um, mm -hmm. who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. But uh, I can remember when I was younger, I used to go cycling with him when we went, used to go on holiday in France. And I can remember, I was only young, and I can remember struggling as I was going up the hills and my uncle was at the top of the hill and I was like, oh, come on, I can do better. <laughs> and it was that that kind of started me into cycling and kind of spurred me on to then start to do charity bike rides. Yes. And when was the moment when you thought, I want to do something, I want to make the difference? Oh, it was a moment in 2010. Mm -hmm. um, my uh, coffee shop here at the Transport Museum had only been open for probably about a year to 18 months mm -hmm. and I wanted to give something back to the community Yes. Um, and randomly at the same time one of my friends called me up and said Stephen, how do you fancy cycling John O'Groats to Land's End? Oh. and I was like, I've never done any serious cycling before mm -hmm. it's in four months time yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. <laughs> so then literally four months later, um, I was on my bike at John O'Groats, cycling all the way down to Land's End, uh, covered 900 miles in 13 days. And that was kind of the, the catalyst that got me really interested in cycling. And how do you prepare yourself? Uh... Oh, it's, oh, it takes months. Um, I think on my first bike ride, ignorance was bliss, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I really struggled and my friends oh. really had to carry me along. Um, but after that trip, I kind of got a good idea of what I needed to do. Um, in 2011, I cycled coast to coast across America. Mm -hmm. I went from east to west, covering 3,000 miles in 32 days. 
for that one, it was a good year's worth of training and preparation. A big part of it, though, was actually the, the, the preparation of your mind mm-hmm. and the psychology of having to cycle for literally seven to eight hours of pure cycling every day for 32 days. Yes. A lot of it was psychology rather than the physical aspect. Yes. Um, but yeah, a lot of training in the gym, a lot of bike rides beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> and how is, what, how is the feeling when you complete... Um... I, t- I tell you what, it was, it was bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I can remember when I finished this, the cycle across America, um, I was just so happy on that last day and those last mm-hmm. probably 20 miles I was savoring the moment, enjoying it. And truly, when I got to the finish line, I was quite depressed. I was oh. quite sad because I'd got so used to just getting up every day, getting on my yes. bike. It felt comfortable, it felt right, it felt normal, it felt liberating, exciting. And then suddenly at the end of it, I was like, Oh, it's okay, finished. what do I do now? Oh, should we? I said to my mate, on the, just as we were coming to the end, he was like, hi mate, should we turn around and go back? <laughs> and he was like, no yeah. way, Stephen, are we turning around yeah. and going back? <laughs> I understand your feeling. Um, do you know how many miles have you ridden until now for charity causes? Oh, it's ooh, maybe four to five thousand miles I've probably done so far. I was supposed, uh, 18 months ago, I was supposed to do another charity bike ride where I was going to do the west coast of America. Um, unfortunately, I was hit by a pickup truck on day one of that mm-hmm. one. Had a pretty bad accident. So I would have done a lot more if I could have managed more than one day on my last cycling trip. But I'm planning on, well, I'm hopefully going to do another trip this year, but probably in August time, fingers crossed. When, when, when it happened, what, um, what, what gave you the strength to, to continue? Oh, I don't know. It's, it, was, it, it was a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was cycling along um, and got hit by a pickup truck at 45 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I had 10 broken bones, three breaks in my back, uh, mm-hmm. severe concussion. Um, I had to have a back brace on for three months. Um, I think it was just, I kind of just accepted it for what it was really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sooner you can accept that something bad has happened, then the sooner you can just get on with it really. And I, I think with these, a lot of these things that when bad things happen, there isn't really a choice. Like yes. there is no choice mm-hmm. to just stop and to not accept it. You have to, and you have to keep going. You have to keep smiling. Yes. You have to keep your head up and keep yourself yes. um, motivated and positive. And now you are prepared for another one. I'm getting there, <laughs> getting there, uh, little by little. Yes. Um, the bicycle that is on the ceiling here at the the Squares Coffee at the Coventry to Sport Museum is the one that, that was you... yeah that was the one that I had the accident on. If you look mm. at it, it doesn't look too bad, but then you look at the handlebars, the wheels, yes. and there's some pretty big scratches that were on the frame. Yes. Um, a lot of people look at it and think, oh yeah, you could just get that and down and ride it. I probably could, but then I wouldn't know if it would snap if I started cycling <laughs> on it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, in which countries did you did you participate? Here in England and America? Yeah, at the moment it's just here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, I said in 2010, John O'Groats Land's End. Then in America, I started off in um, North Carolina mm-hmm. um, and went through kind of all the central states. So Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, mm-hmm. finished off in Los Angeles. The reason I did that particular route was that I lived in Oklahoma in America for a year mm-hmm. when I was 19, 20. Mm-hmm. So kind of halfway across, I had an extra day off and visited a, a, a good number of friends that, of my friends yes. that still live there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my trip for this year, I'm hoping to do something across Europe. Um, okay. I'm not sure yet, unfortunately. I have, I have. I was supposed to be doing the bike ride beginning of July with a group of friends, but I had to. Pu- I've had to pull out 
because I'm due to have an operation in a couple of weeks on my arm. Oh, um, okay. So it was an injury from my accident a couple of years ago that yes. hasn't quite healed mm-hmm. properly. So I'm waiting to have that done and then hopefully recover and then I can start getting back on the bike properly and getting ready for another challenge. I hope so and I wish you the best. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have another other stories, that you, special stories oh. that you want I, I guess yeah. you have lots, but oh. just two that you'd like yeah. to share with us. Oh, one of my probably scariest ones was that uh, we were cycling through the central states in America mm-hmm. and uh, we could see a thunderstorm coming in the horizon. We could see yes. some thunder mm-hmm. and lightning and we thought, uh, my friend Dale wanted to stop at the next town. I was like, oh no, come on Dale, it's fine, it's just a bit of rain. <laughs> Problem is with America, everything is on a much larger scale. Whether yes, it's, the, it's the the food or the <laughs> Americans, um, but also the weather. <laughs> um, so we're cycling in, and then suddenly, from the right hand side, the wind hit, mm. took both of us off our bikes mm. into the the uh, trees and bushes on the left hand side. Um, I run across as well, hold my bike down, lie flat on the floor. Um, my friend Dale tries to jump into what is a thorn bush mm. and gets loads of scratches on him. So I was holding the bike down and the bike was lifting off the ground with the wind as I was mm-hmm. lying flat. The uh, weather died down, so we ran down the street to try and find um, some cover. The wind hit again, took us to the left-hand side. The only thing that we had was a tree. Okay. So what I did was I hooked my arm round my bike mm. and Dale's bike and round the tree. Dale hooked his arms round his bike, my bike and the tree. And as we were standing there gripping, holding mm-hmm. on as hard as we could, our bikes were lifting off the ground. It was that oh. bad. <laughs> the only way we got out of it was that a pickup truck was coming mm-hmm. down the road, avoiding the branches that were dropping on the, on the ground. Yes. We ran mm-hmm. up to it and said, help, please let us put oh. the bikes. Thankfully, they helped and took us to the kind of the next town and into yeah. kind of a safe place. Yes, and you could finish, you could complete. Yeah, we carried on. Mm. We just had to call it a day for that day yes. um, and take shelter for the rest of the day. Yes. Um, and then another one was that, um, so I was cycling through the desert in Arizona into California. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, this is, this is pretty hot. I'm sweating a lot. I've run out of water. Um, I had to stick my thumb out a couple of times to get people to stop to give me some water. But then it wasn't until the end that night that I thought, mm-hmm. I'll have a check to see the weather forecast, see what it was for the day. Um, it was over 50 degrees Celsius oh. on that particular day, and I still managed to just cycle through it. <laughs> I guess ignorance is bliss. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are brave. <laughs> yeah, or a little bit stupid. <laughs> um, how, how do you find support or um, people that can support your charity? <laughs> Well, I think it's great having this business. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, through, through my previous challenges, I've contacted a lot of my suppliers who mm-hmm. can uh, donate money to, to, to go towards the charity under, under the kind of the project name. Um, but then also in terms of my customers, they're the ones that donate the money that make the difference, mm-hmm. really. So I really appreciate all the customers that come in and, and donate money to the charities that I'm trying to raise money for. Yes. And how can customers contribute this week for the UK Coffee Week by coming to the Squares Coffee. Okay, well at both my stores we're doing guess the number of coffee beans in the jar. So you come in, pay a pound, money goes to charity, guess the number of beans in the jar, mm-hmm. and then the winner at the end of this week will be announced and the winner will get free coffee for a month. Well, I participate so we'll see if Thank I'm you. the winner. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for for this interview. It was a, a lovely time, and I love to to hear all your stories. Nice. I know you have much more. Um, I wish you all the best. 
Thank you. For, for here, for the Squares Coffee and for your participation in the charity initiatives. Thank you so much, Steve. All the best for Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.